everybody. This is Slightly Sobbing on BFF.fm. I hope you're having a great morning. We are in the studio today with DJ Rude Boy and Sensitive Urban Male. You guys can say hi. What's up? How's it going? Yes. So today we're talking about stress and kind of like anxiety overriding things because, and I'm Taco Princess if I didn't say that, Um, just because urban (laughs) sensitive urban male and i were talking earlier about just kind of relationship stress and how we fixate on things that don't necessarily need to be fixated upon um but rude boy here is in a nice monogamous healthy relationship it's a nice pretty little relationship (laughs) like are you stressed at all or uh Uh, never no no, just chilling it's chill that's good although they might give off different ideas but um i like the idea uh that just like mean people are in relationships all the time though because that's how it goes right oh yeah yeah so what is the most stressful situation either of you have been in in a relationship oh man i I, like give it one give it to me (laughs) easiest one most obvious one would be just not being on the same page living faster than the other living slower than the other that's just that's fucking stressful dude right and what like was there ever a time where you were like completely caught off guard like okay this did not make sense (laughs) i had no idea that's where you were at oh definitely um it wasn't until the end of it all where it was just laid out flat out (laughs) in my face and you're like um you're too slow bye go away that's sad yeah slap so i feel like it comes out of nowhere totally I feel like I'm always erring on the side of, oh, they're not actually interested. So, like, it's chill. Like, I'm going to call this off before I actually uh, get feelings or think that I um, am going to be serious about something, (laughs) Um, which is just probably a a bad way to live. Um, But what about you, sensitive urban male? What do you like? What was the most stressful situation you've been in or like the most caught off guard? Um, for, For me, you know, I'm a little bit more sensitive than most people, I suppose. Sensitive urban male. Um, I think, yeah, when, when the pace is a little bit faster than the other person might expect or might want it to be, and uh, you're, you're constantly trying to chase their expectations, but that might not necessarily be possible. It might not be something that can be facilitated at that moment in the relationship. Um, for me, you know, it didn't work out so well. So, yeah, I, I think when you're when you're chasing something that can't necessarily be something that you can give mm-hmm. no matter how much you want to. It, yeah, and it's such a weird thing. I feel like being in a relationship is such a weird fostering, sim- like, I don't know, like, existence, I guess. Because it's like, at what time are you ever at the same place as the same person exactly? Like, basically never. So it's it's just like a, I think that you were just talking about how it's like a, a game almost. <laughs> like, you never know who is actually going to work out just because, like, it, someone could be. Yeah, in it's a more like roulette. Spot. Some it's people, like roulette. some people like the the risk of you know shooting themselves in the leg. Totally. And other people just you know get lucky. Damn, sad. <laughs> or like sexually lucky, I guess. Um. Anyways, I'm gonna play. I never wanted you by headphones. This playlist is curated by our very own sensitive urban male so yeah yeah um but yeah so thanks for staying tuned this is bff.fm i'm taco princess and this is slightly sobbing we will be back after 
this music that is going to play. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in.
thank you for tuning in to Slightly Sobbing on BFF.fm. We are in the studio with the very famous Rude Boy, <laughs> DJ Rude Boy. Rude Boy. <laughs> and uh, urban, sensitive urban male. Yours truly. Hello, guys. So we were just chatting a little bit before the break about um, cheating or, I guess, kind of doing things with or i don't know help me help me out what were we exactly talking about we're talking about infidelity mm-hmm. <laughs> infidelity where it, if you know your friend is cheating on another friend is it your responsibility to tell that person that they're getting cheated on because you know sit, situations have been like that uh that i've been in and i it's kind of a tricky situation what about you? What do you guys think? Do you um, think that you should tell the person or do you think that it's kind of up to the relationship to work itself out? I mean, we just started off talking. I mean, they're our friends, right? So yeah. <laughs> we kind of owe them one. But to say it's a responsibility, that's where it gets kind of sticky um, because you want to get involved. But to what degree? I mean, that's just down to your relationship with your friends. Um, but... Yeah, no, I firmly believe that. I mean, if you if you've caught wind of something, that yeah, I mean, you you should owe it to them that that you need to let them know because in the long run, you're not gonna want to see them. You're not gonna want to see them in pain. So totally, and especially if they ask, I think that that's the big thing. If somebody asked me like, "Hey, do you think that this person is cheating on me?" I'd be like, "You know, I kind of I do, <laughs> and yeah, I the, have this the, kind of the door has been opened. I mean, yeah, the, the conversation has been started, and you're not gonna hold out. At least I wouldn't." hope that you wouldn't hold out on me or yeah yeah i think think the the root is not policing other people's relationships Mm -hmm. and being there you know when they're ready to have that that hard question to ask that question so if they're ready for it they're gonna ask and if they're not ready for it they won't ask totally so i think you know the door is being opened when they ask you that and that's you have the freedom to be honest and they're ready for it yeah exactly and i think i've actually been in a situation where my friend did get cheated on and it was by my other really good friend um and she didn't really know what i i think i i I think i did just tell her because it would have been way worse for her to figure out that i knew and didn't tell her you know and then yeah yeah no doubt and then and when they find out and then all of a sudden it's on you that you knew that you didn't tell them yeah then it's too much hurt you know yeah it's like it becomes something else aside from 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 the situation at hand you know exactly um i feel like i've uh (laughs) i've been so weirdly in the middle of situations like that like throughout my years in college especially because i don't know i've have you guys okay like no one knows your actual true identity and you don't have to answer this if you don't want to but like have you ever cheated on anyone no absolutely not no no see me neither and i think like i don't understand how people do that like i'm so like all right like i can't i don't want to date you anymore like bye like i'll like completely cut off like anything before i ever try to do anything with anyone else um and i don't think i've ever been cheated on hopefully like as far as i know have you guys ever been cheated Um, on no, as a matter of fact, I have, and it's one of those situations where it just it cements my my ethics a little more. Yeah, what happened? You and, mind me asking? Um, it was a relationship falling out, not mm-hmm. quite technically. Hey, we're broken up, but it was one party thinking it was kind of a break, kind of slowing things down in the relationship, and 
and come to find out sometime down the road that I got cheated on during that time. So Damn, that's um, fucked up. While, yeah, I mean, technically still together, but it didn't feel like it. And that's the, those were the reasons why it was justified as I cheated on you because I was kind of mentally checked out, so. Damn, so it's like friends, like we were on a break. Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah, we happened to be on a break. We Without any break. communication. Right, right. yeah. <laughs> what about you, Nick? Have you ever gotten cheated on? Not that I know of. Yeah, I know. I think... um, and I like to keep it that way, you know? I can <laughs> I... retain a little bit of my sanity and, you know, I don't turn into a nihilist. Oh, crap, I um, your real name, too. But, I mean, I, I respect um, our MC over here, DJ, for retaining <laughs> some sort of hope in the world. Because that shouldn't reflect any future relationship. That shouldn't, you know, to put the brakes on your hope in meeting someone that, you know, aligns with your morals and your ethics. No doubt. Ultimately, just... that whatever situation that person that you were dating was going through has no connection to the people in the future. And that's something that's really hard for a lot of people. Yeah, it doesn't do. reflect on anything else but the individual, so... Totally. And like, was that really like, was that the end? Like when you found out, did you guys break up? Oh, we had been broken up for a while at that oh, point. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, I can't say that like I was lucky to not know because in hindsight, who would who could say how I reacted? But I mean, there was a significant amount of time in between the the separation that once I found out it was I mean, it was all said and done by then. Yeah, so. totally. But nonetheless, uh, a stab in the back. Yeah, I don't know. I think, like, so there's this, there was this guy that I dated for, like, a year, I don't know, like, two years ago, and I'm pretty convinced that he did cheat on me before we broke up, but, like, I have no evidence. <laughs> it's just me <laughs> being, like, a neurotic freak and being, because, like, he was one of those guys that would flirt with everybody, like, even, like, your best friend while you were, like, standing right there. Um, I had, I used to have real low self-esteem. <laughs> oh, I think um, all of us have had, he didn't when do I was, you any favors. Yeah, when I was, <laughs> when I was 20, I was like super sad all the time. Um, but that's okay. Cause now I'm really happy on, like on a slightly people, sobbing show. I'm sure those people tend to be, you know, the, the most likely to point the finger at the people that aren't cheating too, you know, to have the less, the least amount of trust. Wait, what do you mean? Was he ever, you know, questioning your commitment? Was oh he, no, dude, never. Was he ever jealous? No, he, no. Really? Like, so like, you know, when people are like, oh, I was dating a sociopath, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, he is actually scary, like, no emotion, like, or just didn't show me any emotion. So I'm not saying, like, he is one, but, like, l- literally, I don't know how our relationship worked out because it was, it was so weird because we were just always, like, kind of happy, like, or, like, pretended to be, I pretended to be happy. I remember the one time I got mad at him, like, the w- one time I, like, freaked out, we were, like, at a, a book reading, and... I was, like, uncomfortable because I didn't know anyone there, and I was, like, also 20 and, like, a little drunk, and he was, like, with all of his, like, writer friends, you know? So I was, like, going to get snacks, and I just picked one or two carrots, and he's, like, wow, you're going to eat the whole buffet? Like, just kind of picking at me. And then I was, like, you know what, Chris? I am so tired, (laughs) and this is a scary situation. Don't pick at me right now. And then I just sat down. And then he, like, felt so bad. Like, and I've never seen him actually feel bad. So I was like, yeah, like, stop being a fucking asshole. Damn, you kept your cool. <laughs> no, I, like, literally was, like, so, I was like, I think that I need to go home. Like, I was, like, going to start crying at this, like, carrot table. <laughs> the buffet table, you mean? The buffet the bu- table. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I, I remember, I don't know. I feel like when I was younger, I definitely was a little bit more um, insecure on that end. Yes. Crack that bitch. Um <laughs> uh 
I don't know. And I, I guess that's probably where me thinking that he cheated on me came from because I was just like, I like, am a loser, I guess. <laughs> um, well, in, in the more uh, world experience you get, you can kind of lump certain insecurities. You know, within well, no, other. like characteristics, you know, personalities and, t- and kind of pick apart those personalities and say, hey, this person's probably the type of person that would have cheated on me. Totally. What yeah. situations was he in where he could have cheated on me? And you know, like when you think about a relationship after the fact and you're like, what the fuck was that? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like literally, I'm like, who was I? Like, why right. the hell did I let them do that? Like, I'm such a like moxie person in real life. And then I think in a relationship, I'm like such a little bitch. Like, <laughs> it's stupid. Yeah, I don't know. But anyways, let's let's get to a music break. Let's get some Sufjan in this biz. Um, you're listening to BFF.FM. I'm Taco Princess, and we're in the house with Rude Boy and Sensitive Ow. Urban Male. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in.
Welcome back to Slightly Sobbing. Welcome, welcome. This is BFF.FM, and we are talking about stress today. So I'm sure you guys have lots of stress, probably, because you're young young adults, hopefully. I hope I don't have any, like, scary people listening that are old and pervy. I don't know why that would happen, but whatever. Um, <laughs> um, anyways, we were talking a little bit before about like hooking up and kind of just like starts of relationships but which is the worst hookup you guys have ever had uh if you want to start it out maybe sensitive urban male i'd like to hear like to hear your account gladly uh yeah i, th- I think i i was bringing this up earlier just because it's a good story with you <laughs> taco princess but um yeah uh one of my favorite bad hookups <laughs> which i actually kind of liked was uh i was I was out on a Tinder date, actually. <clears throat> I've only been on a few, but, you know, they're kind of fun, you know, mix things up a little bit. You never know what you're going to run into. Um, I, I went out, it was here in the city, and uh, we went to a few different bars. Um, things things picked up, you know, we, we were, like, feeling each other and ended up going back to her place, and, and actual hookups started occurring, and, you know, things were getting romantic or whatever, and she's like, hey, I'm going to put on some music. Like, what do you like to listen to? And it's like, oh, like, I like Sade or I like the Smiths. I like all this like like pretty pretty cool stuff. And she goes ahead and puts on Jaw Rule, put it on me. And I <laughs> I couldn't help but start laughing out loud as I start to penetrate. And I and I and I had to clarify, I did not expect you to put on Jaw Rule. 
So she knew I wasn't laughing at her. Can't say that I've ever penetrated to jaw roll. <laughs> I I hate that. You should try term, penetrate. I'll um, give it a shot. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's tight. <laughs> I feel like um, I have a friend. I think it's Garrett actually that has like a music you would like take your pants off to. I, it has like an actual acronym. It's a lot smoother than what I just said. <laughs> but it's like I'll have to text him and see. But yeah. Take your pants like masturbation music or it's like panty dropping music oh, basically okay. like <laughs> but Anything that one can perform the no pants dance yeah uh what about you rude boy what's oh. your worst hookup story worst best stressful great memorable <laughs> oh all right first image that comes to my mind i'm wearing a banana halloween costume <laughs> start there yes. <laughs> so um uh sunday night we're at a funk night uh not here in the city but uh, yeah sacramento funk nights and uh i meet up with an old coworker and a friend of hers they're hanging out and i'm like hey uh so uh what's your friend's name can we can we meet and we do and so we get back to her house and First thing she says is like, okay, I need to burn some sage. I was like, okay, well, what the fuck's been going on here? Seriously, burning sage. Okay, that's one. Two, she's talking about the moon phases that night. I'm like, okay, well, as long as it works in my favor, I'm all about moon phases. <laughs> and so she said, all right, let's take a walk, but uh, we're going to bring some candles and we're going to do some chants. Like, Wait, what? All right, this is, getting a little, this is getting a little hairy, but I'm down. I was so down mm -hmm. and she says uh well i don't have anything for you to wear out tonight but i have this uh, banana halloween costume let's take a walk <laughs> gladly put that <laughs> thing on walking down the street she's in some like victorian looking dress like looking like queen elizabeth and i'm over here like <laughs> dancing banana man from myspace yes. and we're doing our business making our rounds coppers come up to us because <laughs> who's gonna stand out more than the banana right yeah and um long story short they ask us what we're doing we're just taking a walk and uh finish off the night with the hookup that was uh, uh that i did not foresee with everything <laughs> leading up to it memorable yes stressful at times when there was burning <laughs> herbs and um and the moon involved so that was a little stressful a little confusing but yeah. Very memorable, though. Some pretty intense foreplay. Oh, she's all... She, I, I guess she's all about the foreplay. I've never met one like that. All about so. the holistic Oh, foreplay. holistic for sure. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, well, my most awkward hookup story would probably be... I was going to... I had to go to my friend from high school's birthday dinner, who I hadn't really seen in, like, a couple of years, because he had just moved to the city, and he's like, you're coming, right? Like, you're going to, you're going to come. Like, I really want to see you. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll come out. Like, whatever. So, and I'm, and mind you, this friend is like a bro. Like, in, in like a bunch of frats in <laughs> college and stuff. Are we talking like Monster Energy drink socks with like, uh, no, more more like a, like Nike socks uh, with like tall Vans. Nike socks, the Vans, the cargo shorts. Yeah. We know what we're... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all have a visual on yeah. this guy. So we go to this like nicer restaurant because I'm from kind of like a richer community. I didn't like grow up super rich, but like everyone in my community did. So we go to this like really nice restaurant, probably the nicest restaurant I've ever been in 
like in San Francisco because I don't I just go to burrito places normally um but we were at this restaurant and I look not like myself uh normally like I was wearing like this really like black uh dress and then I like pinned my hair back so I looked a little I, I tried to look a little bit more clubby <laughs> than normal so and, and then I meet one of his friends and we're just like talking the whole night mostly out of boredom honestly and then we go to this dance rave where I just uh decide to you know go full force in my persona as a sorority <laughs> girl and drink some vodka red bulls so I'm on one and this guy's like hey like do you want to like go to your house I'm like yeah let's do it so we go all the way to my house in the mission from, I think, like, Soma, probably, because that's, <laughs> or like, oh, no, you know, we were in the marina, <laughs> whatever, we were in the marina, um, and then, so we go to my house, we hook up, um, and then I sober up a little bit after we hook up, and I go, so, and he, he, and I don't talk at all, basically, I, I don't even remember, um, like, I, I was pretty drunk that night, anyways, but he, He's like laying in my bed and I remember that he told me that he lived in San Ramon and I remember leaning over still pretty drunk saying, so how hard would it be for you to get home? And it was literally <laughs> 4 a.m. And he's like, I guess not that hard. I'm like, cool. Well, it's nice meeting you. <laughs> and then he let leaves and I can't remember his name for the life of me. I was like, I think it was Chris. It could have been Sam. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know his name. And then he texts me in the morning because I look up. He left his jacket on my bike. The classic leave behind. And he's like, hey, it's Greg. Uh, it was really nice meeting you last night. Ha ha. I think I left my jacket. And I was like, yeah, you totally did. He's like, well, let's hang out sometime and I can grab that jacket. And I was like, yeah, I'm pretty busy. Always. <laughs> <laughs> tried to pull a stands on you. Yeah. Work. And then I, it honestly took me two months to get him his jacket back. Cause like, and then at that point he was just like, dude, I just want my jacket. I don't even want to hang out. Like, please just give me my jacket back. And I'm like, well, bitch, you shouldn't have left nice it. Jacket. <laughs> it oh, was not even a nice hey. jacket. It was like a weird windbreaker. But that's probably my best hookup story just because it's um, really dumb of me. Like it's a very un unsafe <laughs> hookup story. Don't take strangers to your house if you don't know their name probably a bad idea hi mom i hope you're listening um up next we're gonna play lush by creepers but we are on slowly lightly sobbing on bff.fm with dj rude boy and sensitive urban male so thank you guys for staying tuned we we're talking about stress and things like that so yeah i hope you're having a good morning and thanks for staying tuned
every time we've no control If the sky is pink and white If the ground is black and yellow It's the same way you showed me Nod my head, don't close my eyes Halfway on a slow move It's the same way you showed me Fly, then you'd feel south Up north, getting cold soon The way it is, we're on land So I'm someone to hold true Keep you cool when it's still alive Won't let you down when it's all ruined Just the same way you showed me Showed me You showed me love Of a summer shade, nose dive in the floodlines, tall tower, milk craze. It's the same way you showed me. Cannonball off the porch side, older kids trying off the roof. Just the same way you showed me. You showed. If you could die and come back to life, up for air from the swimming pool. You kneel down to the dry land, kiss the earth that birthed you. Gave you tools just to stay alive And make it up when the sun is ruined That's the same way you showed me Showed You showed me love
Welcome back to Slightly Sob. There we go. <laughs> Welcome back to Slightly Sobbing on BFF.FM this Wednesday morning. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm really excited that you are here with us. Today we have Rude Boy and Sensitive Urban Male in the studio. Say hello, males. <laughs> hello. Um, hi. So we've all been in school and had relationships at the same time, hopefully, occasionally, maybe. Um, and I feel like that's pretty stressful for me just because I want to usually devote like some time to relationships, but I'm also kind of a like workaholic when it comes to school and stuff. How do you guys fare with having to deal with being in a relationship and also going to class? Um, actually for me right now at the moment, it's, uh, very, uh, very new for me because I just moved out here to the city from Sacramento mm-hmm. and, um, newly involved in a relationship, I mean, weeks before I, I moved was, was a little unnerving, unsettling, but, um, I mean, it just fits my style. Like, uh, just kind of fit in what you, what you want to be fitting in into your life. And if it's school, it's school. And if it's a relationship and if it just happens to be both and you just kind of work both things out and that's just how it's been working out for me. But, um, it's not to say that it's the easiest thing whatsoever because, you're living in the most expensive city in the yeah. country and your your relationship spans, you know, just uh, one city to another. But um, but I just make do with with what I have and what with what I have is is happy right now. So um, as previously being in a relationship in school in the same city was actually a little tougher than it is now with a little distance in between because mm-hmm. of the just the expectations of 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 the others and the relationship and where it's going and what it kind of should be like with the, with the distance and the time in between you get to see the other um, where it's almost like a given and it makes it sort of, I guess in one sense easier, but the other difficult when you're living together, you're in the same city, you're both doing the same thing. Totally. Um, it's kind of, uh, I'd say a little counterintuitive, but... Um, I mean, uh, it works, so. Yeah. Do you think that being um, in, like, a long-distance relationship kind of gives you a little bit of, um, I guess, an upper hand when it comes to studying just because you're not, like, right there? Like, it kind of, you, you don't have to get as easily distracted, maybe? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's great you bring it up because <laughs> that's exactly it. Um, whereas you're with with your significant other on your side and you happens to be taking the same class as you or on the same campus and you just don't go a minute without seeing them. Yeah, that's very, very hard. But uh, getting the upper hand, definitely. I mean, like I said, the expectation of, hey, um, you know, when are you going to be able to to see the other person or mm-hmm. talk to them? I mean, it's it's kind of just conducive to, to succeeding, at least in my book. Um, and the upper hand with yeah i focus on school here and then when i'm not when i'm not in school when i'm not at, when i'm not working it's it's my life and and everything that goes along with it friends and family and everybody equally gets gets their own their own share totally yeah what about you uh sensitive urban male do you think that you get more stressed when it comes to school and relationships or kind of just like you you cuz i think with me personally when I was in a relationship, it was easier for me to, like, isolate specific time. Whereas if I wasn't in a relationship, I was like, oh, I should go out right now. Like, I, I want to go out all the time, you know? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it has a lot to do with, you know, the original expectations set mm-hmm. when you first start dating the person. You know, if you're if you're dating someone that or if you yourself are very needy, mm-hmm. you know, that's not going to change whether or not there's, you know, 10 miles or 50 miles between you. You know, long distance isn't really going to change the fact that they might be texting you all day. Yeah. Um. So from personal experience, I've been in relationships where I'm, you know, living in the same neighborhood and I haven't been able to get like a minute of like peace to myself despite like commuting out of town all the time yeah um and i think that just comes to like like how do you align with the other person are you are you really being considerate or are you mostly using you know the the little time that you have to yourself to distract them so I think it really ultimately depends on your uh, your personal intentions in the relationship. Yeah, and so. I mean, it probably depends on the relationship relationship as well. Like, I've been in relationships where with people where I'm like, oh, yeah, I can see you, like, once a week, once every, like, week and a half. Like, not a big deal. Whereas, like, I'll be in another relationship where I'm like, can I see you every day? Like, I just want to hang yeah. out. Like, yeah. it, I think it kind of just depends on which... Uh, I've been in the position where where I've been like working two jobs (laughs) and I'm like getting ready to transfer to university, you know, 100 miles away from home. Uh, And, you know, there just isn't the same level of understanding or empathy for like the other person's career goals or personal Mm -hmm. goals. So anything that negates from like commitment to the relationship or what seems as, you know, commitment to the relationship being like physical time spent together, um, is taken very harshly. Yeah. So there's, I think it depends on the type of person that's like able to accept, you know, this person isn't able to talk and see me all the time. So for me, I mean, I, I feel like it's, it's probably easier to be in a long distance relationship if it's the type of person that can actually handle being in a long distance relationship. Totally. I have like one other question that I kind of just thought of. Um, what at what breaking point do you guys realize that like a relationship isn't working like where where in a relationship do you see something that kind of happens where it's like an aha moment where it kind of is just the end <laughs> you know what i mean kind of like when sex gets boring really that's like the tipping point well it, I mean, and then everything else is kind of boring too i mean like if sex is boring with somebody that you're having sex with all the time obviously you're not intrigued by them anymore you know True. and i mean that that's probably one of many different symptoms but i mean like i think intimacy isn't drawn purely on a physical level i think it's drawn from the personal connection on an intellectual level as well as Mm -hmm. you know what other other spiritual levels you may connect on i feel like it's kind of when someone says something that i normally wouldn't get irritated with but then it just really pisses me off where i'm like you're so fucking annoying like and it's just a very normal like thing that someone would do like their mannerisms you know like I think if once I start getting annoyed of people's mannerisms I'm like this is (laughs) this is fucking over (laughs) like because people have their own little intricacies you know and I think that if you don't like someone's intricacies you probably just shouldn't be dating them the things that were once cute that you oh look at that you know, they're so quirky and yeah. then you just like you like I hate that <laughs> like after that's, three months or six months yeah yeah like at the scene in Five Hundred Days of Summer I th- guess it's like completely summarizes that where he's like I love her hair I love her smile like she has like the most beautiful eyes and then he's like I hate her fucking hair her stupid smile her crooked teeth like <laughs> do you guys remember that um, where it like parallels uh, yeah, those all ideas the were, yeah so interesting but yeah what about you uh, Red um, Boy ah. Uh, this one's difficult for me because 
um, I mean, I feel like that's just like the beauty of dating, right? You you date people to to see what you like, mm-hmm. to, to know what you don't like, what you can and can't be around. So entering into a relationship, I mean, there's always going to be that honeymoon phase where you just said, I love her hair, I love her smile, mm-hmm. I, love, I love everything about her, I love how she talks, I love this. Um, but I can't say that I've had that experience personally, so I can't, mm-hmm. I, I can't really like answer to that, but um, because I have just been in few relationships, mm-hmm. but nonetheless, um, I I feel like that if, if you're going to enter into a relationship or start dating somebody that, I mean, sure, you might be enthralled by them at face value, but I mean, if, if it works out, it, it does, and if not, then it is what it is, and and that, like I said, is a beauty of it, then you just move on, and then it just kind of like weed them out as you go, and it's then maybe the sex won't get boring after a few months, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's that, that's the way I look at it. All right. Well, we're going to take a little bit of a musical break. Thank you guys for staying tuned on Slightly Sobbing. This next song is To the South by Motorama, right? Is that how you pronounce it? Motorama. Motorama. Brought to you by Motorama. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're on BFF.fm. I'm Taco Princess, and thank you for staying tuned this Wednesday morning.
Ski. 
Hello, wonderful world. Thank you guys all for tuning in to this episode of Slightly Sobbing. We are talking about stress here in The Secret Alley on BFF.fm. We're in the studio with DJ Rude Boy and Sensitive Urban Male. So, <laughs> we've been having a good time talking about feelings and stress. And uh, we were joking around earlier because I, I kind of just utilized this time for uh, therapy. It's pretty cheap therapy. <laughs> so, and I force people to talk about their feelings. So, if you guys ever want to do that too, hit me up on Facebook. I have a Slightly Sobbing page and Instagram slightly sobbing so hit me up i'll hang out with you too let's talk let's chat but um how are you guys feeling today do you feel a little bit better about life no so much better (laughs) cool fantastic yeah you feel super sick about life sick to my stomach yeah sad to your stomach curing the hangover what (laughs) What? uh yeah i don't know i think that so the, the whole idea about stress kind of surfaced because um, I don't know, like when you're kind of just in a relationship or trying to be in a relationship or kind of just starting it, I feel like there's these little stressors that kind of pop up. And I don't know, I personally second guess myself on like all accounts. Uh, do you guys like, yeah, how do you feel when you're like getting in a relationship? Does it kind of vary relationship to relationship or like, I don't know, do you like, do you see um i guess like similar tendencies in each of your beginnings of relationships kind of like within yourself is that too confusing you guys are both quiet (laughs) other than excitement i mean well excitement or like like because i will find myself being like excited and being like this is cool but when is it gonna like it's gonna self-combust yeah i mean your inner nihilist is always like well what's the fucking point yeah (laughs) what this is gonna end in three months six months or a year you know it's like this isn't going to last, but I mean, there's obviously like a hint of optimism that's keeping you going. Otherwise, you wouldn't be taking the risk in the first place. Totally. And I think we were talking a little bit before the music break about uh, kind of indicators on when you think a relationship is over, like on the alternative sense of that. So did you guys like mull it over a little bit? Like, is there anything else that you want to add to that? Just because I think I think I stay pretty true to what I said. I, I know for a fact the biggest indicator of me not like kind of wanting to be interested in someone anymore is when they start like when their cute little things start annoying me so what about what about you guys do you think that there's any other indicators kind of that force you to have to like look at that and like straight in the face kind of i mean if i hear uh, more talk about the ex than uh about them then oh yeah big red flag oh wait what do you mean Oh, the indicator that's not going so well. Oh, yeah, It's like, eh, nah. I feel like also when it comes to, like, relationships and me knowing that it's, like, kind of over, it's kind of like I'd I'd make excuses to not want to hang out with them. (laughs) Or, like, I I find myself not wanting to hang out with them, and then I'm like, why don't I? And then it's because I don't like them, (laughs) you know? Yeah, I mean, it's going to start with that one-on-one vulnerable time spent with one another that you just would rather not have with anyone or would have with another person yeah that's a pretty good indicator if you can't pick up you know the notion that you don't want to spend time with them as being an indicator that the relationship's falling apart yeah well what about this have you ever been in a relationship where you you were okay with it but then you were getting signs of the other person not being down and then like what what were those signs and like how did you kind of like figure it out 
can't say I have. No, really? Mm-hmm. It's always been blindsided? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's through my history of, of dating and relationships. Yeah, I just it's been absolutely just blindsided um, Damn. by the last one with um, infidelity. And then the one previous to that was just, uh, uh, we're done. It was just, just smacked in the face with we're through and there was just absolutely like there was absolutely nothing that I could do I mean once one person says that it's over you can't you can't really step in and try to patch things up that I mean that's how one person feels you're not gonna you know change their mind so totally yeah I feel like um I have a tendency to think that I know that someone doesn't like want to be with me before they realize it <laughs> Oh, self-sabotage. Yeah. Dude, I self-sabotage no. literally so much. Um, the last, like, relationship relationship I was in, um, you know what? It, it did end up being that way. I think this one was a little bit, like, kind of gave me <laughs> gave me a little sense of false, um, I guess, uh, I don't know. It just, like, made me be like, yeah, I am right. Because I, I, I was totally in love with this guy, and I was kind of a rebound for him. But we, we had a good time. Um, but I knew he was not in love with me and I knew he wasn't going to be because just like picking up on signs, you know, like he wouldn't be like super intimate with me, like, um, like on an emotional level, like talking level, like it was always like lighthearted and fun. Um, so one night I was like, you know, like I, I need to tell you something. I'm like in love with you. And I, I know you're not, uh, or I didn't say that. I was like, I'm in love with you. Like, but I don't really feel that like connection, uh, from you on my end. He's like, yeah, I don't know. Like, maybe I will, like, later. And I was like, no, you won't. <laughs> like, you, you... Wait, how much How much time... We were dating for, like, almost a year. Oh, we were wow. dating. Yeah, so it was, like, it was, like, okay, so... So he was still waiting. Yeah, he was, he was still, still waiting. Like, uh, and I, and, I may. But no, and then we talked about it, and he's like, you know, I don't know. And then the next morning, we, we hung out and talked again, and he's like, no, I think you're right. I don't want to, like waste your time when i'm kind of still in a bad place with my own emotions and blah 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 you know like whatever like we broke up but um that gave me like a false sense of like self-sabotaging i'm like yeah i know i know better than than you know so i'm trying really hard not to do that yeah uh in life now but i i i've spent the past like year and a half trying to figure out why i do that and like why i think that's okay to do (laughs) so this is your name does this have anything to do with with um with anything outside of people or relationships um and no, maybe as far as I think like it's mostly school just, or I think it's mostly just like intimate relationships I'm pretty okay. I, like I, it's weird because I'm such a self-confident like secure person when it comes to work and when it comes to school and friends and everything like I know who I am but when I get right. in a relationship I have to like constantly remind myself like this is who you are these are your goals this is like why you react the certain way like be an adult because <laughs> it I get cloudy I feel like and I, I think that a lot of people do especially when there's like a veil of like intimacy that you kind of get handed when you yeah. are in a relationship that you don't normally kind of feel you know so it's it's kind of just based on that I guess maybe from the sound of it it's a very strong sense of identity yeah and who you you know who you are and and the shit you can take and totally. the shit you're not going to be blinded by or at least hope you're not blinded by. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, those those emotions are so intoxicating too, you know. You can yeah. be the most independent, you know, headstrong person, but when you meet someone that makes you feel a certain way, you can really, like, 
fuck them up. Yeah, you can fuck them up or you can feel like you're disoriented and you don't even, you start questioning your whole existence, your whole identity. Exactly. And that's what I was kind of touching on a little bit earlier too. Like I've been in relationships where I'm like, who the fuck was that? Like, who are you? Um, but yeah, anyways, thank you guys for tuning in. This is Slightly Sobbing on BFF.fm. I'm Taco Princess and thank you guys so much for um, coming and guest DJing with me. This is DJ Rude Boy. Anytime. <laughs> and uh, Sensitive Urban Male. <laughs> glad to be here yes okay but yeah you guys have a good rest of your wednesday enjoy the beautiful san franciscan weather and i hope that you guys you know just live your life just do it just do it have a great day i love you all thank you for tuning in what a beautiful face i have found in this place it is so What a beautiful dream They could flash on the screen In the blink of an eye Be gone from me Soft and sweet Let me hold it close And keep it here with me Me Muscles move.